I don't think you can really understand this story without knowing how long we all have been in each other's lives. Dinah and I met in 1960, when we were 15, the day we both arrived at boarding school. I was a scholarship student at Miss Pratt's, which nobody knew. So was Dinah, which everybody knew, because she told them. My first day at school was indelible, mostly not in a good way. For our classmates, arriving at school was a family affair. They came in station wagons with their parents. On the sidewalk, they shrieked greetings to friends. They sang out, Man on floor! when someone's father or brother entered the dorm lugging a trunk, as if they were characters in a cozy British movie like The Bells of St. Trinian's. I had come alone and was watching the street from the window of the room I'd been assigned, wondering how many days it was until I could go home for Christmas vacation, when behind me that oboe voice said, You would be Lavia French. She even pronounced it right, Lavia. Dinah was already dressed like the quintessential Miss Pratt's girl, in a knee-length skirt, charcoal knee socks, and a shell-pink sweater over her matching blouse. She lounged against the door jamb, a marvelous creature, with huge blue eyes and mad, dark hair. Lovey, I said. Dinah walked in, taking inventory of my suitcase open on the chest at the foot of the bed, at the little framed pictures I'd put out of my parents, my sisters and brother, and my dog. Well, I knew you weren't Sherry Wanamaker, Dinah said. That, according to the name cards on the outside of our door, was the name of my roommate. Do you know her? I don't know her, but they're in the papers all the time. They are? I don't think they are the department store people, but I know they're all blonde. While you are more... Mouse-colored, I said, quoting my mother. My first experience of hearing something I had no intention of saying out loud, offering itself to Dinah. She looked at me with a flicker of special interest. I'm Dinah Kittredge, she said. I'm from Canaan Hamlet, the village huddled against the famous gates of Canaan Woods. I'm here on scholarship. Where are you from? I had no idea what Canaan Woods was. Maine. The main line? The state. I've been to Maine. What part? Ellsworth. She looked blank. I said, west of Mount Desert and east of everything else. And you're here because it's where all the best people go? My grandmother went here. I'm named for her. I think my parents expected a different kind of daughter entirely. I'd done it again, completely lost control of my mouth. And when I saw that it pleased her, I suppose it was inevitable that I'd go on doing it. Come see my room, she said. I left my unpacked clothes and went. She had pictures of her parents and her two sisters in pretty frames on her dresser, and she had brought her own bedspread and had a Kennedy Johnson campaign poster on her wall. She was, as far as I could tell that fall, the only Democrat in the student body, 
which bothered her not one whit. We sat together listening to Ella Fitzgerald sing Cole Porter on her record player as the dorm filled up around us. By the time I went back to my own room, Sherry Wanamaker, blonde as advertised, was all settled in, laughing with three upperclassmen she knew from New York. We were never soulmates when we were in school, but Sherry's been wonderful to me since I opened the shop. She has me dress her daughters, and I did all the clothes for her last wedding. I had a hard time adjusting to life at Miss Pratt's. Dinah used to say I was a middle child trapped in the body of a firstborn. I had to do everything first in my family. First to go to kindergarten at the big school. First to go to sleepaway camp. First to go away to school. And all of it scared me, usually for good reason.